0: What's up, sinners? We made it. We survived. We survived another holiday season. I know it's not over. I know it's not over. Still got New Year's, but hey, man, we made it through the hardest part. Hey, sinners, welcome back to the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast. Coming to you live from the capital city of the Bible Belt, lovely Lynchburg, Virginia. Hope you're doing well. Hope everybody did have a good holiday season, whatever you celebrate. You celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you do. If you don't celebrate anything, if it was just another Sunday for you, that's perfectly okay. I'm down with that as well. But we made it. How about that shit? I go into every Christmas full of dread and anxiety, and it always works out well. I'm always, uh, I'm always happy that it's over. I'm, I'm very happy that it's over. I like to call this the uh, hangover of the holidays, the, the Christmas hangover. Some people refer to it. I went into the holiday season dreading a lot of things, as I always do. And my son came into town. I got to see him for the first time in a while and spend a few days with him. That was fucking awesome. Um, we were completely, completely without alcohol. Sober from alcohol the entire time. I'm happy to report. Uh, never once thought about it and never once missed it, and never once wanted it. How about that? Made it through Christmas without wanting a drink. I didn't think I would live long enough to feel that way, but it happened, and it was great, and I loved it. My son's doing well, and I'm just happy, just happy about it. Of course, uh, with my girlfriend and her son, you know, they did way too much for me, way more than I deserve. And of course, uh, I didn't do nearly enough for them that I feel like I should have looking back on it. And I always feel that way and it's never going to change. So, hey, it lived up to my expectations overall. So, but my girlfriend was great to me. I hope she feels as spoiled as I do. Uh, Her son uh, gave him a gift that he was not expecting, but he seems to be into it so far. I'll probably be doing podcast episodes on that later, but I'm happy to report Everybody's happy, healthy, and well-adjusted. How about that shit? In spite of all the propaganda and Christian bullshit that comes along with this time of the year. um, Even went to my girlfriend's family's house, to her, her moms and her stepdads. And of course, we went into it dreading it because we were expecting certain things to happen, which never did. We were all upset for nothing. I'm glad it worked out well. It could have been a disaster. That's the one thing about the holiday season, that could have been a disaster. I always worry about my son's visit and never have any reason to. It's just me. I'm a worrier. But the trip to the uh, girlfriend's families, that was the one that I thought, well, if anything is going to go sideways, it's going to be this. But I'm happy to report everything went well. Everybody got along great. The food was really good. Uh, went off of my uh, diet. I'm, I'm usually pretty proud that I eat clean and eat healthy. I have not been doing that this week. So, uh, you know, got to get back on that on that bike and ride. Got to get back to the clean, healthy eating again. Makes me feel good when I do that. Although, I feel pretty good now in spite of the fact that I eat things that I don't normally eat. But, you know, live and learn. So, uh, I hope you're having a good post-holiday relaxation and exhale so to speak you know we worry about it and we dread it and then it passes and of course we look back on it and reflect and say what was i so worried about you know it always ends up well it it always works itself out and uh you know you just you get to take a deep breath you get to exhale you get to say oh it's over i don't have to deal with this for a year so there we're all in the same boat right everybody does it. I don't care who you are. I don't care how wonderful and grand your relationships are with your family and friends. It's, it's always a time of the year where we just get nervous and we get anxious and and it just, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. You know, capitalism being what it is, we're constantly bombarded with advertisements of all the cool new shit that's on sale. Lowest price ever. These pr- these prices will never be this low again, so you've got to buy it right fucking now. And then, of course, you go online the day after Christmas and every fucking thing is on sale. And you feel like you've been lied to. And if you're like me, you look at all the things that you didn't buy before Christmas that they said that this is the lowest prices we've ever seen. This is as low as it's ever going to be. And I look back and laugh and say, you know what, I didn't fall for it. And I'm still not going to fall for it. I'm not gonna buy a bunch of shit I don't need just because it's after Christmas and, and on sale. Fuck that. Not doing it. But um, hope you made it through. If you're listening to this, you obviously made it through. Hopefully, you're not incarcerated or uh, anything like that. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good season. It's been a good season, even for me. My first sober holiday season. Um, it, it's just really good. I'm feeling really good about things. Um, some other things that I noticed that I probably never paid attention to before was how many places are open on Christmas Day. I mean, you know, you kind of expect, I guess, a few things to be open. You expect, you know, one convenience store to be open, you know, in your area, or you expect, you know, one Chinese restaurant to be open or whatever. Seems like there's a lot of stuff open on Christmas around here, which is really weird being right here in the capital city of the Bible Belt. And the fact that it was Jesus' birthday and all, was amazed at how many things were open. So, and plus it was a Sunday. So, you know, it was Sunday, it was Jesus' birthday, and still half the city was open for business. It's kind of weird. I dig it. I like it. I mean, you know, if I wanted to stop somewhere and do something, I could have. I didn't. I, um... I like staying close to home on the holidays. I'm not really that adventurous. I'm not that adventurous most of the time. I remember when I first moved to Virginia as a uh, teenager, I was 18, and my first job uh, in town was I worked at a movie theater. And I remember we got close to Christmas that year that I worked there, and everybody was talking about how. Um, Everybody has to work at least half a day on Christmas. You either have to work the matinee shows or you have to work the evening shows. And they let us work it out amongst each other of who wanted to work what. And I was like, what the fuck? Why are are they making sure that we're fully staffed on Christmas? Nobody goes to the movies on Christmas. What the fuck? Because I never went to the movies on Christmas. Only time I ever left my house on Christmas was to go to another family member's house. And I was shocked. I remember that year. It was uh, Christmas 1990, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, I just remember we had four movies playing in that theater, and they all four sold out all four shows. Like, holy shit. It was crazy. I couldn't believe that many people went to the movies on Christmas, but they do. So I get it. I mean, if you got some employees that – uh don't give a fuck about Christmas and they want to make a little overtime, pay them, pay them triple time to work a holiday like that. Take advantage of it. You know, if you're going to leave your house on Christmas and go to work, I hope you make a fortune. Not usually the case, but I can hope, right? But that's, that's pretty much my holiday. That's pretty much my holiday and my, my hangover, my hangover holiday is pretty minimal this year. It's pretty fucking awesome, actually. Now, something else that I noticed about the holiday season, and it's got plenty of good explanations of why this is, but I didn't see a lot of people out. You know, in the past, the shopping areas would be just crazy. The traffic would be crazy, and leading up to Christmas would be a nightmare for me because I don't like you know, I don't like people acting stupid for no reason. And Christmas, for some reason, has always given people uh, this feeling that they now have the right to act like a complete and total fucking moron because they're celebrating the birthday of their Jesus. So those are things that have frustrated me in the past. But I think now with sales lasting as long as they do i mean you, you've had black friday now for a few years the day after thanksgiving but it even goes further than that now stores put out their christmas shit usually in september or october now so you've got more time to uh, to grab your stuff and buy your gifts and then of course amazon um, and getting stuff delivered has been a major change in, in how we buy things and how we shop as a society and these are all, I think, good changes. I don't really like fighting crowds. I'm, You know, I'm trying to get in somewhere to buy something that I actually need. And you're trying to wade through the people that are just going gaga over this year's big uh, gift for children. And they're in the way and they're fucking arguing over dumb shit and it it, it can wear heavy on my soul to have to experience this. It's like, I'm just trying to get in and out. I'm trying to buy something I actually fucking need for my existence. I'm not trying to buy something that I'm going to give to someone that three months after I give it to them, they're going to forget they ever fucking had it. So I, I just, that was frustrating for me for years. That's one reason why I've dreaded the holidays in my life was just having to deal with everybody else's shit Wow! Did anybody else just hear my dog cough? Whoa, big hitter. So uh, anyway, sorry about that, but yeah, that's all changed uh, due to I guess Amazon and delivery services and and so on and so forth. I even saw where you know you can go on DoorDash and have crazy shit delivered at all times, day or night. It's kind of weird, but you know it's convenient, right? And it keeps people out of my fucking way and off the road. So, you know, it works. It, it's, it benefits. But I think another thing that's happening is because we're not all in this mad rush the week before Christmas to go out and, and do all our big heavy-hitting Christmas shopping. It seems to me like Christmas just isn't that big of a religious holiday anymore. You know, it doesn't seem like the religious institutions are putting on as big a show as they have in the past. I actually rode by a church, and they had on one of their little digital signs that uh, no service Christmas Day, which I thought was really weird, but Christmas fell on a Sunday. You would think that the churches would take advantage of that kind of stuff, but in my little bit of traveling that I did on Christmas Day, going to my girlfriend's family's house, I didn't see anybody in any church parking lot. I mean, don't these people know what the reason for the season is? It was on a Sunday. I would figure that even people that only go to church once a year or rarely go to church at all would go to church on Christmas Day if it was on a Sunday. I didn't see it. I didn't see it at all. I mean, I didn't ride around every church in town to take roll call or anything, but it just seemed like, you know, I didn't hear a lot of bullshit about the reason for the season this year. Maybe it's because I haven't been drinking. Maybe it's been like this for several years now and I just hadn't noticed, but it just seemed really odd this year, especially with Christmas falling on the holy day. Caught me off guard. It really did. I didn't have a lot of people come up to me and talk about God, or talk about Jesus' birthday. I didn't, very little. I didn't see any of it. And even in stores that I did go to leading up to Christmas, didn't see a lot of religious overtones, didn't see a lot of propaganda going on. Could it be that even the religious conservative right-wing people in our country are finally tired of talking about this shit? Maybe they finally realized that their kid doesn't give a shit about Jesus. They only give a shit about getting their new toys. Could it be that they finally smartened up? Could it be? Honestly, I think what we're seeing is we're seeing the trend of people getting away from religion overall. Every year that goes by, less and less. People claim to be religious or be part of any particular religion. Um, church attendances seem to be way down everywhere. I think people now with information with the great Google that we have, people have learned that, you know, it's more about ceremony. It's more about, you know, it's just more about everyone's religious beliefs being kind of set aside and people are now creating, um, they're creating new ways to celebrate Christmas there's several things that have come along in the last few years that I guess they have something to do with religion but maybe not this whole trend of the whole elf on the shelf thing is is kind of new to me I really only heard of it a few years ago but I hear about it a lot now and it's something that kids or excuse me, something that parents do for their kids. It's kind of a neat little thing leading up to Christmas. And, you know, it doesn't really have anything to do with Jesus, I don't think. Maybe in some households it does. But the Elf on the Shelf seems to be replacing the reason for the season. I mean, that's just my input, but... But I, I do think over time, now that the baby boomers are getting to retirement age and, you know, the Internet's been around for a while, so you can actually go out and and find information on certain things. Now we can find out more about the craziness of religion than we ever could before. And um, even people that grow up in little small towns in far reaches of the country and of the world, they can get this information and figure it out for themselves that – maybe the stories aren't all they're cracked up to be. I mean, people think it's crazy if you were an adult. I mean, if you were a 20 something and you told all your friends that you still believed in Santa Claus and you were convinced that Santa Claus was real, uh, they would probably have you committed to an institution of your choice. I mean, I, I really believe that. And so for me, telling someone that they believe in Santa Claus is no different than telling someone they believe in God or they believe in Jesus. You know, Jesus was a man, right? And he probably did exist. There was probably a Jesus running around Jerusalem and and so on. But I, I don't I don't know how long you can defend that story as being real. And I think people now are slowly as generations go by and as information gets spread, people are getting away from it. But I don't really I don't really mind the fact that we have one day a year that we're supposed to kind of just tighten up our our circle and hang out with just our family and and closest friends. I don't mind that. It doesn't bother me. Um, Christmas for me growing up was always about hanging out with family, spending time with my cousins out in the yard, playing football for the day. Or, you know, I mean, of course, every kid looks forward to gifts. Who doesn't? Right but it was really about just being in the same room with your loved ones with people you cared about and so with that as a base we can create all kind of new of new habits and and new things that we can do in the name of whatever holiday you choose to celebrate you know there's nothing to say you you couldn't have celebrated you know, Christmas as a Christian all these years and turn it into something new and different for your family. It's just another reason and another set of rituals that you can that you can do um, to include your family and to make things fun, make it interesting and make it to be something that people look forward to every year. You know, um, I think that's cool. And I think every family should do what's cool for them. I love hearing stories about what people do uh, I had a I had a coworker that was talking last week. We were all at work and talking about food around the holidays and stuff. And he told me he got 16 pounds of crab legs and a bunch of corn on the cob and a bunch of sausage. And he was gonna have, he says every year on Christmas Day his family does a low country boil. I think it's fucking genius. I love that, and I'm sure everyone in his family really looks forward to that every year. And I think that's what's important. you establish establish rituals and things that you do within your family that everyone looks forward to. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you really want to, you can sit around and watch TV all day if you want. But it's cool to have something to look forward to that maybe only comes one day a year. And I think religion has always known that. They've always capitalized on it. They've always made it a big deal that it was just one day a year, right? Never mind the fact that it's cool to hang out with loved ones all year long. It doesn't just have to be on Christmas. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that only see certain members of their family or only see certain people in their life on Christmas. That was it. Back in the day when I was married, I had a brother-in-law that you only saw him on Christmas. That was it. That was the only time you were going to see him. It was cool. We looked forward to it. It was a reason to look forward to Christmas. You get to see Uncle Chris. But it, it it can't it can't always be um, with the religious overtone. it can't it can't be that way always, right? Pretty soon people get tired of that shit. You know, my grandparents were very religious, and we always celebrated Christmas with them on Christmas Eve. That was the day that they celebrated because they knew that everyone else was scattered, right? I had to go to the in-laws on Christmas day and I had to do this on Christmas day. So my grandparents said, okay, come over for dinner on Christmas Eve. We'll trade presents then it's cool, right? It's, it's, you know, it's Christmas adjacent, right? Christmas Eve. And they were cool about it. They realized that everyone else in the family had busy schedules and had other obligations. So, but they just wanted to get their little, their little niche of time in and it was cool and it was great. And as religious as they were, for them, it wasn't about Jesus or God. It was about all of us grandkids and all of the kids getting together to hang out, have a, have a meal together, and just enjoy each other's company. And I think for me, my dread of Christmas, my anxiety uh, revolving around Christmas my entire life, especially once I became an adult, was, did I do enough? You know, I'm a worrier first, I'm a caretaker second, and then I'm a pleaser third. And for that, you know, Christmas can be a fucking nightmare. Number one, I'm a worrier. And I'm a worrier that I'm not a good enough caretaker and that I'm not a good enough pleaser. So if you put that all in a nice little Christmas bag, it can be rough. It can be... A lot of dread involved leading up to it. But at the end of the day, it's all about just being together. And anybody out there who is alone around the holidays, that they don't want to be alone, it just happens to be how things worked out, I'm sorry. That sucks. There should be groups out there that are not affiliated with churches and religion that should say, hey, you know what? Well, everybody's going to meet at this restaurant, a bunch of total strangers. Everybody bring a gift, $50 or less. Find somebody you think is cool and exchange gifts right in the middle of the restaurant. It's not a Jesus thing. It's not a God thing. It's just a bunch of people who happen to be far away from their family, or maybe they don't have any family left, and they just want to be around people, smile, and exchange gifts. There's no reason why that can't happen. I hope it happens everywhere. If it doesn't happen where you live, start it make it happen. It's all about making new traditions and new rituals because that's what life is, right? It's traditions and rituals. Comfortable in what you know. So I think moving forward, I, I used to always think that, oh man, the less people around at Christmas, the better. If I don't have to leave the house, that's great. But now I look at it with a little bit different look my son is grown he doesn't need anything from me my girlfriend was kind enough to pick out some presents for him you know stuff people use deodorant body wash lotions shit like that she found some cool stuff she wrapped it up he had stuff to open on christmas he's 27 fucking years old he's not a little kid but i wanted i want him to have something he told me he said dad don't buy me anything for christmas i don't want or need anything But me, being the dad, being the worrier, you know, I wanted my kid to have something open for Christmas. And I think everybody needs that. I didn't need a thing in the world. I didn't need anything. I didn't want anything. People ask me, what do you want for Christmas? I can't ever think of anything that I actually want. My girlfriend always hits home runs. She has a a a 1,000 batting average. She always hits home runs. She always gets me shit that I'm not expecting. And it's so fucking thoughtful. It makes me feel like a schmuck because I buy her stuff that's on her Amazon wish list. She's already picked it out. I just have to order it, right? My girlfriend doesn't do that. She's very creative, very thoughtful. And she bought me just some awesome stuff. And everybody should, should have that in their life whether you believe in God or don't, whether you think it's Jesus' birthday or not, one day a year when you get together with family, people do thoughtful things for each other. That's fucking awesome. I dig it. Never had an issue at all with Christmas. My issues have always been with religion. There, that's it. But yeah, I think next year, I want to be more open. I want to be more inclusive. I want to be more outgoing and try to be a little bit more thoughtful you know maybe we can run out a restaurant invite people that don't have any family or their family's far away and they're not going to get to them everybody bring a gift let's all exchange gifts fuck I can I can exchange gifts with total strangers you can too right how many times have we done nice things for strangers without being asked or without it being a a fucking holiday. Have you ever ever opened the door for a stranger walking into a place? I'm walking in, there's somebody right behind me. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to hold the door for him. Same thing. It's the same fucking thing. You just did something really nice for a total fucking stranger. Same thing. Why can't you get together one day a year and say, "You know what? I don't know you, but I appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that you're here." And I hope that next year if we do this again, that you're going to be back here next year, and the year after that. I mean, that's what you would do for family, right? That's what you would do for a friend. Doesn't have to involve God. Doesn't have to involve, you know, any other bullshit. Human to human, person to person. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we made it through this. Thanks for coming. Hey, and that's how I feel about you guys. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it. Thanks for coming. Thank you for listening. I do truly appreciate it. It's been uh it's been a good time this year doing this, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you got something out of it. I hope I made you laugh at least once this year. I hope that was my gift to you before Christmas. Was I said something that maybe made you spit your drink out or something went up your nose or something I hope I made you laugh. that's what it's all about putting a smile on my face putting a smile on your face. Hey wouldn't the world be a better place if we just sat around giggling all the time? No that's not a weed reference but feel free. Thank you for listening. if this was your first time I do greatly appreciate it. Uh, please tell a friend tell a family member tell a stranger hell let's go let's go all out tell a stranger say hey, You don't know me and I don't know you, but you should listen to this podcast because this dude makes me blow shit through my nose. Hey, it might happen. You never know. But thank you for listening. Uh, If you're a repeat listener, I greatly appreciate it. Hope you've had a great year. Hope we keep doing this and uh, life is good. Uh, Please, uh, you can rate my show. You can leave a comment. Do whatever you want to do on the platform of your choice. Just uh, tell somebody. Let's, Let's blow this thing up, shall we? If you would like to reach out, if you have a comment, an insult, a threat, an idea for a show, or if you would just like to talk to me and go back and forth and carry on like little children on Christmas morning on this podcast, please reach out. We might just do it. You can reach me at the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation. Just the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening this year. I've greatly appreciated it. Now I expect you to get out there and get to sinning.